When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Welcome to Heart and Hand, the Rangers podcast. The podcast that also leaks, but that's more an age thing. This week on Heart and Hand, a rocket man from Elton means that Pedro's still standing. Welcome to Art and Hand Rangers Podcast, my name is David Edgar and I'm joined this week by another debutant, we're having a run of them and a man who is making his debut just the seven years after he was first asked if he wanted to do it, it's uh, Founders Trail legend Mr Ian McCall Thanks very much David, it's an absolute pleasure to, to be on Finally um, I've, been, I've been following this you know, yeah, very closely over the last few weeks and it's been absolutely fantastic to see it grow you know, among the range of support, you know, and it's um, I very much, very much talk of the town, mate. So, so very much well done. Well, uh, the la- the first time I asked you if you wanted to do this, uh, Ian and I go back a while. Your son was at school, and recently him and his <laughs> him and his fiance have just given birth to their first child. So, <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, it's seriously, you know, like, son, do you want to maybe slow down here? You know, you know, <laughs> I, you know. It's, um, I was I was seeing myself. You was one of the lads. You know, a few years ago, knew my grandfather. You know, uh, like, what's going on here? Uh, you know, saying, no, just just get get a break, son, son. You know, and catch catch your breath a bit. You know, but I know I um, remember standing uh, in the epi when that boy was fourteen, thinking he'll be a dad before I am. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, no, it's fantastic. You know, the main thing is, you know, they're, they're happy. You know, they're, they're happy enough. They're, they're settled. Oh, the wee's, the wee's great. You know, which is fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. You know, and a new striker for us in in yeah twenty years. Hopefully, uh, we job. Hopefully. So that's a name to keep to keep. Any out for so Ian, Ian of course uh, we're, the reason that, that Ian is joining us this week is next Monday we are going to have because it's an international week and obviously a bit of downtime for us and there won't even be a friendly to talk about which we'll discuss uh, during the course of the pod um, Ian is going to tell us all about the Founders Trail the genesis of the Founders Trail what it's about what inspired it um, really really looking forward to that it'll be a cracking show so don't miss that that's next Monday uh, one of ours so if you enjoyed our special with Mark Dingwall early in the season you'll enjoy this but 
Today it's to more current matters than than eighteen seventy two. Ian Friday night mm-hmm. Rangers went to Hamilton. Now we we like to talk about the game first. However, mm-hmm. I think that we'll have to go chronologically in this one and go with what happened in the build up to it because I think it informed the tone of the match and it certainly informed the the team the team situation now. Coming into the match, there were a couple of conflicting articles. Uh, I think it was universally agreed that there was a, a meeting after the loss in the old firm match, which is mm-hmm. pretty standard, I would have thought. I don't think anyone yeah. can have any objection to that. And out of that meeting came conflicting reports about you know what had happened at it. If you believe the kind of ones from emanating within the Rangers camp, it was healthy, mm-hmm. there was disagreement, but that's fine, everything was good. If you took the more sensationalist that was reported primarily in the Daily Record, that it was, you know, toys at the pram and people were screaming yeah. shouting at each other. The outcome of it appeared to be that Kenny Miller was out of the out of the first team picture and didn't travel with the squad to to Hamilton on Friday night and instead went to London with uh, I, I believe Graham Marty to help him run the under twenties uh, in the game mm-hmm. against Brett, the friendly against Brentford. What's your take on on what's going down? Now, I should say, you know, Ian is close to the club, but uh, you know, without asking you to reveal any confidences, what what's your mm-hmm. understanding of it? It's extremely it's extremely disappointing, Davy. You know, it's um, you know it's um, we're only a few weeks into Kishinya's tenure. If we're going to use if we're going to use the start of this season. As um, as the beginning of his time uh, at Rangers, you know, and it's it's extremely disappointing, you know. I just always believe, you know, with these kind of things that there's, there's never smoke, you know, without fire, you know. But 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 you're trying to piece all the pieces of what you hear, you know, and and, and people's opinion, you know. And then you see yourself, well, if Kenny Miller's handed a, a year's contract, um, which I think he'd be the first to admit, um, he was he was he was fortunate, you know, to be given, and then for him. Um, just as the season starts, they apparently start throwing the toys at the pram, you know, and um, and then there's meetings going on at the club, you know, um, with the management and the players. But, but football clubs and uh, they seem to constantly have these meetings, you know, after a bad defeat, you know, and um, but nothing ever seems to be never seems to be resolved, you know. And I, I'm certainly of the opinion, you know, if um, you know if Kenny Miller's down there on club business um, with Graham Murty. Um, then, then how how serious are the are the allegations? Clearly, something has happened, and clearly something has been said, you know. But um, it's just disappointing, you know. You just you just feel yourself kind of in the dark, you know, and kind of plodding along and just waiting for the next the next incident, the next, you know, to, to happen to a club, you know, for players, you know, the front page of the papers, you know, the manager over the back page, you know. And goodness, you're you're just wanting us to settle down and. And, and win football matches, you know. I think you, you really the, do. The, the key and issue I, is, is that you're right there. That Miller has been dropped from the first team, but not, you know, there's no Joey Barton-esque stay away from the club no. or anything like that. He is still involved, which mm-hmm. probably means that the the Fisher, if you like, is, isn't quite as, as serious as something like that. Against that, I mean, I'm of the opinion that I don't think Kenny Miller can complain about being out of the first team squad just purely on merit. I mean, over and above no. any any unhappiness that the player and coach may have with each other, you look at his form and it simply hasn't been good enough to justify a starting position. That's right, and I, but I think this is what we all we always all believed would happen that he would be gradually phased out and. And you know, even though he was given a year's contract, I'm firmly of the belief, you know, but um, Cassini would have had a good idea 
that his dressing was going to be was going to be filled with a, with a group of new players, guys coming from abroad, and somebody you would want holding on in there, you know, and kind of hanging it together would be someone like Kenny Miller. Right. So I can totally understand the year's contract, you know. Um, but what I fail to understand is if the toys have come out the pram because he isn't getting enough game time, you know, fair enough to counter that, he could actually, he could say, if you were speaking to him yourself, well, the results aren't coming, you know, but, he, but he's not been contributing, you know, it's not he's been in the team the bench, though, aye, you know? exactly, it's not, well, that's, that's right, it's not like right, he's not know? getting a game and we're playing poorly, he's playing, he's starting, aye, and the results weren't right. coming, yeah, you know, so, so, you know, I think we all believed that he was, it was always been a case of, he, he would be, he would be getting phased out, by, by, by this stage, you know, so again, it's, it's, it's confusion, you know, there's just, there are different reports, you know, coming from, you know, and, and and I have asked at the club once or twice, and it's just, um, there's an issue here, there's an issue there, but it's usually been blown out of proportion by, by, by the guys in the, in, in the media and the press, you know, and um, and that side is understandable as well, you know. Um, I, I do but, wonder sometimes if Rangers are, and I understand, listen, Kenny Miller wouldn't be the first professional football player to, you know, start raging against the dying of the light uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to his career. Uh, it must be very difficult to, when your body won't do the things that your brain tells it to. Yeah, and yeah. it is very difficult, especially when you maybe consider yourself extremely fit, which he is. I mean, he's clearly a very mm-hmm. fit guy for his age. But sometimes that sharpness goes from players. Mm-hmm. We've seen it go from guys at 33. You know, it, there's no universal age when it'll happen. But occasionally, no, no. Uh, you, you you will see with a senior player where they just lose half a step. And in the case mm-hmm. of Kenny Miller, it, it might not be. I don't think it's a fitness-related thing, as you can no. see by the way he plays. But there is something lacking from his game. Maybe it's his form, I don't know. But like mm-hmm. I say, I, I certainly can't see any any reason why he could could feel that he should be an automatic starter other than based on look what I've done in the past but I always Mm -hmm. think that's the dodgiest reason for anybody to have a first team berth is look what Mm -hmm. I've done in the past Uh, especially at a club at Rangers where the fans after your career will look back through blue tinted spectacles and will have a look and say oh we loved him he did this he did that but during your career with Rangers you're as good as your last game and it's applied to better players than Kenny Miller that's right, but I, I mean, I think you know it was surprising, you know, because because he is he is now the senior professional at the club, you know, and um, there's one thing the Casinha and the team and every single one of us bells is screaming out for it is stability, you know, we seriously need stability at the club, you know, and if he's part of whatever reason, you know, that, that, that's that, that's not things unstable, you know, then it's um, so it's, it's all very sad, you know, um, but again, you know, it's. Um, the law was my way forward, you know. It's uh, he's, he's, he, the, the team. The team did come out fighting for him on Friday night, which um, after the first fifty seconds, you know, I think we we're all sitting saying each other, "Here we go again," <laughs> you know. And uh, but no, they did. They, they, they did. They did push on, and and it was good to see a bit of, bit of togetherness, you know. But it's um, but again, and it is, it is at the early stages of Kashinia's career and a lot of those guys' Rangers football careers, you know. And we just seem to be having to go that extra. Mile, you know, to 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 get a result, you know, against the likes of Hamilton and, and Partick Thistle, you know, and um, and that that's a that's a concern. That's a concern. I mean, moving on for Friday, it's, that is a serious concern. Is where the consistency is going to come from, you know, because it's not only a team that we're hoping is going to settle in quickly. It's a team that really isn't getting the opportunity to settle, you know. I mean, you're going to be without Ryan Jack now, 
in the next game and um, and Pena looks as if he's doing his best to join him in the stand mm. you know so as I said there is there is issues there you know and um, I would like to think they're going to be addressed you know sooner rather than later but it's going to be difficult you know it's just going to continue to be difficult you know I can see his couple of, couple of wins here the draw there a, a defeat I can just see this this is, this is the way the season is going to unfold for us you know well, we've seen it before. I mean, it's, it's nothing we haven't seen before, unfortunately. We're aware of what can happen. I mean, a season can unravel very quickly. I, I think back to yeah. Alex McLeish's last season when, you know, we won the we won the the title, obviously, you know, magnificently, and then mm-hmm. just collapsed. And he started that next season well. If you remember, we had uh, Emerson yeah. to be a good sign, and things were going well. And then, boom, mm-hmm. by by December... He was done. He was completely done as a Rangers manager. So we can see that. Yep. But but let's go back to Friday night then. And you're right, that opening 50 seconds, the goal goes in. And it's the type of goal you concede when you've had the kind of week that we'd had. And it was well, that's right. absolute comedy of errors. You know, the yep. terrible defending from right, from right to left. Boy strikes through. It's the... Stushy in the box, and of course, mm-hmm. it doesn't even go in first time. It, 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 Elon gets the pain for us a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, no, that's right. It's always going to take three or four deflections, you know. No. But it doesn't matter. One one mistake, and we're punished. You know that just seems that just seems to happen as well. You know, it but you just seem to know that when the guy spun Cardozo, you're just saying it's actually going on the back of the net. You know, and and nine times out of ten it does. You know, or sometimes ten times out of ten. <laughs> you know, and it's um, it's it's just so frustrating. You know. I think that uh, after that, I mean, at that point, I was like, oh, here we go. And I think we all were, because, mm-hmm. as I say, we've seen this movie. However, I will say to Rangers' credit, over and above turning out the result, they, they, they just kicked off again. And yeah. you could see that, and I, and, and I mean that in a complimentary sense, because they didn't go, oh, here we go again, mm-hmm. which we were. And I think a lot of fans were, and I think that the players wouldn't have been excused for doing it but you could have understood had they done it but instead yeah. they just kicked off again and went right let's start again and from there two superb runs from Elton John gets mm-hmm. us back into the game the first a terrific shot from outside the edge of the box and he's wrong foot then lovely passing move gets him in inside the box and he finishes bad goalkeeping bad defending I think we'd, we'd have to mm-hmm. mention that but still we're, we've we've not always taken advantage especially this season of, of bad defending Candia then smacks in a beauty and from there Rangers are, are an easy street in that first half uh, yeah it was you know it was it was great to see you know it, it really was um, no, they, 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 did, they did pull together and, um, and I, thought, I, thought, well, I thought they were just going to wilt you know and it would be a bit of huff and puff, but um, but no, 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 they, they, they pull together and hopefully um, we're going to see a lot more of that um, over the coming weeks. We don't want to be coming back from 1-0 down. You we're know, not too good often, enough to get you know, teams a one-goal start every week, mate. We're, we're not good enough to do that. We got away no. with it. Hamilton were very poor on Friday and yeah. there were, you know, there's other factors for us. That pitch was atrocious. It looked like mm-hmm, it had mm-hmm. snow on it, for Christ's sake. Uh, it was so shiny and plastic. But yeah. we, we then managed to, to get back into it. Now, Second half starts, and of course, you know, we're in control, but then Ryan Jack, two really quick yellow cards, both of which mm-hmm. I felt, you could say the first one was a little soft, but it was probably still a yellow, but both of them deserve, puts us yeah. in bother. Luckily, Jason Holt, with absolutely fantastic guts and, and refusal to give up, wins yeah. a penalty. From that, the uh, Graham Dorans puts it away, and again we're we're back in the easy street. Even time for Wes to make a, a late penalty save and, and a couple of decent stops. Although by then the game mm-hmm. was done, 
What were your thoughts on the Jack Red card and then the Pena incidents? Because, you know, I've complained about referees this season. I think at least one referee has cost us three points in a match this season and Mm -hmm. uh, in a performance so bad that you have to question it. But the referee the other night, I couldn't have complained had he sent Pena off for that first half tackle and certainly Mm -hmm. couldn't have complained if he then sent him off for the the elbow, which clearly he missed. But then that the, hand, the deliberate handball into the net. I mean that that's a booking. He got that wrong. He should have given him yeah. a second yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must really be frustrating, you know. If, if um, it was certainly frustrating sitting watching it, but um, it must be equally so for for Alexa Ryan Jack. Um, fair enough, you know. If you want to go by the letter of the law, then then he probably has got to go. He's got to but be sensi- he's-, he's got to be more sensible, mate, with that second tackle. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but when he's seen what's going on run about him, you know, and um, there's <laughs> there's Pena um, for for one is, is staying on field, you know, it's just the le- the the, le- the level of, the level of officiating in the country is extremely poor. I'm not I'm not telling you anything here, you know. It's mm. um, you know it's it's absolutely substandard, you know, and there's no consistency, you know, with the decisions, you know, and it's um, but you just know. I I, I don't I don't know if it's that we're just the players are just easy 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 to send off, you know, easy to give the you know, a quick dismissal. I really don't know. You know, it's just, um, well, it's really, really frustrating. Well, we're not going to pan anybody's windows and, um, after a bad refereeing performance. That's And referees know that. We are easier to make a decision against than certain other clubs. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can see that. Yeah. And, and that's that's nothing new. That's due to a, a, an orchestrated campaign over two decades to right. to make right. it that Definitely. way. But that's, that's just paying off of an investment. And yeah. but but I could certainly could not have complained had had uh, had Pena gone off and and to paraphrase no. Lionel Shriver we need to talk about Carlos. Mm-hmm. I had seen now I, I'm I'm like yourself you know known here for years I'm a glass half full guy and I, I look for positives and especially with new players and especially mm-hmm. giving new players time to bed in and I I think that there have been signs just signs just flashes of what Pena can do, why he's been brought in, why the manager mm-hmm. is invested mm-hmm. in him. But the performance the other night was appalling. I mean, it was a 2 out of 10, and he got one for managing to make it onto the field in both half, and then realising it was his number. He gets the other Aye. point for uh, when he was when he was being taken off. He was dreadful. He could do nothing right. And mm-hmm. Now, some people have suggested maybe it's his first time playing in that sort of pitch, but... The mistakes that we saw were mistakes that we'd seen in other matches from him, Aye. and it was a lack of control. It was a lack of sharpness. It was picking the wrong pass, etc., etc. And then to top that display off with, I think a pretty shocking bout of indiscipline. To me, that's a guy. The handball in particular on a yellow mm-hmm. is a guy with no brain because no, I no. think ninety nine times out of a hundred you get a yellow card for that and you're off. And nobody Aye. could have complained about it. I, I, you know, same. It's it's. I, I think we're all we're all we're all kind of really hoping this that this this guy is going to work. You know, I'm I'm now I'm now in the kind of camp where I'm sort of giving up hope that he's, that he's ever going to work. You know, and it's him. And I, I don't like to make judgment on on players or management. You know, far too early. But um, but okay, no firm game. Right, white hot atmosphere. Played at hundred mile an hour. The guy's maybe blowing out his arse a bit. Fair enough. That's his Hamilton Ackies, you mm-hmm. know, and I, I'm not I'm not buying the, the the plastic pitch stuff where it's, it's Hamilton Ackies, you know. And if you're going to start making progress, you're going to start imposing yourself on your team. You're going to need to start doing it against Hamilton Ackies, mate. Three you know? one up as well, you know. You, you, 
Aye, there's no aye. pressure and, and Hamilton were playing and again he's not going to play many teams playing as badly as that certainly not away from him no no I know and he should be starting his authority all over that game you know rather than stamping his feet when people you know um, and you, you, you touched on it there you know about the difference in, in Jason Holt you know he come on you know when you're sitting there and you're saying Pena that's exactly what we're looking for we want you going busting beyond their, their last thing get yourself in the box be a nuisance you know um, create chance he's got he's got he's got a penalty kick you know but, but sealed the game sealed the game aye I mean it removed all tension at a time where yeah, had yeah. Hamilton got that next goal we could have been what I will say for the rest of the side is obviously we, it limited isn't it I, I think we go on and win 5 or 6 one mm-hmm. if we keep 11 men on the park however yeah. with the 10 men I, I want to praise the, the 10 who were left or once Holt mm-hmm. came on you couldn't really tell at times that it was 10 v 11, apart no. from maybe the last 10 minutes where I think a few of the players dropped a level. I think you, know, you saw a couple of mistakes from uh, from young McCrory, which mm-hmm. we hadn't seen up to that point. But but they played really well, and I thought Graham Doran's had his best game and his most mature game yeah. in a blue shirt. But mm-hmm. we... Yeah, again, I, I'm worried. And the thing that keeps coming to mind, mate, is... I'll give you an example of the type of player. I mean, there's a guy, Ravel Morrison, and you might remember him when he burst through at Man United mm-hmm. and he was supposed to be the bee's knees and, and all the rest of it. And he goes in an ever-decreasing, you know, he was at Lazio, then he was at West Ham, then he was in the Championship. And there are players of talent. Bojan is another um, good example. That Barcelona, Roma, Gerard, and then it's Stoke. Gerard Delefeu, who, you know, starts mm-hmm. off at Barcelona, goes to... Uh, goes back to it goes to Everton, it goes to Sevilla, it goes to Milan, doesn't work out, and each each step is a step down. Although currently he's back at Barca, but I don't think that'll last long. With these players who, when they burst through, show extreme promise of having the ability to be a game changer, mm-hmm. clubs will always give them a platform because a manager will think. If I can just get him playing, and the reason we mm-hmm. can afford him is that he's kind of damaged goods. However, we all know the potential, and if I can, if I can just extract that potential, we've got us a real bargain. And I'm, I am starting to worry that with Pena, that's what we have signed. We've signed a guy that the manager knows has ability, and it's mm-hmm. unquestioned ability, but nobody's quite been able to get out of him on a consistent basis. And that's why he's available and willing to come to us at two point five million, as opposed to be going somewhere else to a bigger league for maybe 10, 12 million mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I get it and I understand that it's a gamble and if you're hey, listen, if you a championship club in England uh, or above, two and a half millions, nothing, you know, you just you chuck that at them if you get them working, brilliant, if you don't fine, yeah, bring somebody yeah. else in and I think maybe part of the problem is I'm not sure that we can afford two and a half million pounds gamble. It's nothing in football terms, but it's a lot mm-hmm, in Rangers mm-hmm. terms. And I just wonder if Pedro's thinking, OK, I know this is a rough diamond, but if mm-hmm. I can just get him, I, I, I'll turn this guy into, he could be a real superstar player. But you mm-hmm, see so mm-hmm. many of these guys, and it's so rare that somebody manages to eventually kind of get this rough diamond to emerge. I know, I know. And it's... Um, it's it's, it's an unfortunate fact, you know. Um, it's it's the environment we live in, you know, in Glasgow and, and what's going across um, the other side of the city is um, Kashinya needs, you know, um, nine players out of ten, the, the guys that he's brought in, you know, to work and to start working pretty quickly. And um, and I just don't see where he's going to get the time to wait in this guy any longer, you know. It's um, 
you know, the decision's going to have to be made sooner or later, you know, it's, uh, I mean, and I'm no, I'm no blowing the trumpet of Jason Hope based on um, two performances, one against this one, one against Cameron Ackies, but, but he, but he did make an impact. He did, that's no, what he, he That's what did. I keep saying, you know, and he, 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 made, he made an impact for her that night as well, and you can't dismiss that, you know, it's, um, you know, whether that wee guy, you know, was just kind of lobbed in to the basket um, at the end of last season, and they, they're all duds and get shot at them, you know, and I, I never thought that, I never thought that for a second, you know, he'd, um, he went off the boil and came back on um, time and again um, du- during during the disaster that was last season. But, but I think there's a lot more to Jason Holt um, than, than probably many people think, you know, and I think he can seriously make a contribution, you know, and if he's sitting there saying, well, just let me on, you know, just get this guy off. Um, and that's twice, you know, so it's, um, again, managers have got a decision to make um, and we go to St. Johnson, you know. Um, well, I think we'll have going to, to start there, but, but not understand. Yeah, Jack will be suspended. And, um, Two and a half million is a lot of money for us, um, but at the same time, you know, Kashinia's got to be looking at the bigger picture, you know, and he's he desperate, as I said, desperate needing stability, needing a runner, needing a runner, a runner victories, you know, and if um, and I certainly don't see where Carlos Pena um, is going is going to contribute um, to make that happen, you know, I really don't. Um, but I, I, like I say, I, I can see the talent and I and I understand the signing because it's a signing that's replicated by mm-hmm. managers all over the world where a guy who has ability that they wouldn't normally be able to afford but mm-hmm. hasn't hasn't shown it consistently. And of course a manager's gonna think, I'll be the one. I'll get yeah. it out of him, I'll find the, the way that, that'll get this guy delivering. And mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes it, it happens, but it is a punt, and more often than not it doesn't. And mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. maybe Carlos is fitting into that groove, but it, as you say, it was Hamilton Aki's. Mm-hmm. Hamilton Aki's playing badly, and us, yeah. and us playing quite well, and he, he wasn't Aye. able to impose himself. I wanna, that's the negatives. I want to talk about a couple of positives from Friday yep. night, because first of all, the attitude, they showed a set. And I, I, given mm-hmm. everything that had gone on, losing the early goal, they showed a set. And I, I was proud of that because it would have been easy to fold up and start crying and feeling sorry for themselves. And yeah. we've seen that before recently, but it, it, it didn't happen on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, no, it, it, was really, it was really good to see. You know, and, um, and the, see, see when you're out there but, you know, with, that, with that jersey on, you know, and you're going that extra yard and you're getting yourself back in the game, you get yourself in front and see the reaction of the support. Playing in front of that must be absolutely terrific, you know. I mean, you know, we've all, we've all, we all wish we could have lived the dream, you know, but um, and the crowd's supporting you and pushing you on there, you know, it's it's um, it's, it's just not to be expected, you know, that, 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 um, that they're going to keep it the other side um, winning every game. But but just go that extra yard, you know. It's, um, you know, it's there's absolutely no point in running up that white flag um, because we've got a goal down. And it was, it was really, really encouraging you know, to see them, to see them pulling together um, as a group. You know, and again, as, as, as irony has it, our club. You know, the boy McCrory had an outstanding game against Celtic, and he looked like a bag of nerves against Hamilton. But that will do him good. You know, he's only a kid. That will do him good. You know, um, late in a couple of tackles, made a couple of mistakes. You know, but it's but it's all about building. It's all about building confidence. You know, in himself, and hopefully, um, he's going to be. He's going to be. A, more than a permanent fixture, yeah. you know, in the in the years to come, because we we can't take our eye off the ball with us, Davy. You know, it's um, and I thought at the end of last season, seeing Berjonis coming in, you know, and um, and one or two others, you know, it was really encouraging. And um, and I know the managers go to get results, you know, but there's absolutely no reason why one or two of these boys can't be part of that, you know. Of course, and um, and hopefully we'll keep them keep them in or around about the first team, you know. 
the the guys that I want to praise, I mentioned Graham Dorenzel, and again, I did think he had a really terrific uh, a leader's game. I thought he bossed it and, and yeah. led the team. But I also want to pick out, obviously, Declan John, uh, young Elton, who mm-hmm. looks terrific going forward. Didn't have a lot to do defensively, but did it well. And yeah. on the other yeah. wing, I thought a really typical, becoming a typical Daniel Candias performance. Well, he looks a cracker. He the looks work really rate good, was superb, obviously a great goal, but I just think he's one of these guys that, that fans take to. And yeah, you, you and I both know Lee Wallace, cracking guy, done a lot for the club, but he's got competition here, and just based mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. form, uh, enjoy yeah. because he's, he's not done a lot wrong, this kid. No, 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 definitely not. You know, it was, um, you know, it had been his first game, you know, just, just when he came to the club there, you know, and um, he hadn't played a lot of football, you know, and um, maybe that led, led to a couple of weeks and strange and that, you know, but, but see him back in, yep, you know, it's fantastic, but that's exactly what we need. You know, we're, need, we're needing that competition um, for places um, or on with the team, and if somebody gets somebody gets a chance, then grab it with both hands, you know, and um, that's certainly what he's done, you know, because it's, um, yeah, yeah, Lee Wallace has got his faults, I mean, there isn't a player in their team who hasn't uh, um, but we, when he went out I mean let's listen to let's not kid ourselves when he went out injured you know it's, 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 it's another blow you know but to see um, to see uh, Elton um, there stepping in and grabbing that with both hands then then great because it does give us another dimension going forward you know and goodness sake a full back chipping in with a couple of goals oh, you know it's um, <laughs> we're, we're, not, we're not exactly used to that you know no not recently um, and he, he could do for us I think what Wallace did for us in the championship which is, yep. is be that goal threat and be something that they have to keep an eye on, which should open up a bit more space for whoever's out in the left wing. We had yep. a, we had a very Windassian performance from George yep. the other night where occasional good things and a lot of bad things. And mm-hmm. I think that there's a, a spot up for grabs there. Again, we've got a paucity of, of options out there, but I would think that maybe mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. youngster from Man City should be in consideration. And who knows, when Wallace comes in, John might be capable of being shoved up a little bit further. Yeah, well, well, that's. I mean, as I say, I mean, why, why wouldn't you grab this opportunity? You know, with, with both hands and just give it your absolute all. I was very fortunate a couple of years ago um, by dinner um, across in um, County Down, and uh, Marvin Andrews was there, and again, extremely lucky, managed to get a, a place at the table alongside him. You know, and uh, and I said honestly, you know, I said I can remember the day clearly when my son said. Dad was signing Marvin Andrews, and I said to him across the table, "I honestly couldn't. I know you're a man of God, Marvin. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't repeat um, exactly what my reaction was to that." I recall what your I, reaction was to that. <laughs> I says, but it certainly wrong, was not Christian. <laughs> I says, I says, how wrong could one person be, you know? And I and, and I says, it must have been incredible. And he says, you know, he says, and I keep that whole story though. It was, um, you know, the manager took him to Motherwell, you know, and the manager took him to Wraith Rovers, but it was God that took me to Rangers, you know. And he says, uh, he said, but I said, I just grabbed up with both hands. He said, I thought it was a wind-up from agent at first. <laughs> Rangers were on the phone. He said, but it turned out to be true. He said, I got myself there. And I said, Marvin, this is this is once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Just do it. Just grab it with both hands. And, and he said, and I did. And yeah, I said, yeah. that, that attitude is just absolutely brilliant. It's just, it's just fantastic to hear you know, from a footballer, you know, and it's the same. It's the, it's the same with Declan John. You know, and that, that, the surprising side is the, the other guys that were kind of let go and moved back down south um, at the end of last season. Just, just, just why didn't you grab that with both hands, you know? 
Um, well, if you look aye, at so Rob Kiernan, who's now at, like it's a fair fit, uh, yeah. for it, you know. If you look at Rob Kiernan, who's now at South End, and realistically, aye. Aye. his That's career his career has peaked, and there, there, there's, there's no doubt on that, and it's a shame. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, totally, you don't get opportunities, and for a lot of these guys currently, you, you wouldn't get the opportunity to come and play at a club like Rangers, were it not mm-hmm. for our current mm-hmm. circumstance. And yeah, you have to try and make the bet, almost like guys in the early eighties, if you like. Um, mm-hmm. And it was the ones who who did that that kind of survived into the Sunnis regime. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you know, the kind of Stuart Monroe type guys who maybe weren't the best footballers in the world, but they they grafted as hard as they could to improve, to do enough to stay in the team. And it might mm-hmm. not have lasted forever, but they, they got some success and they're, they're well fondly remembered down Ibrox. And they've got medals to show for it, and that's that's right. That's the thing. That's right. You know, um, we, we don't we don't ask much. You know, we just ask for that that same passion that we have. You know. And um, and again, as you said there, you know, um, John and certainly Candice um, certainly look as if they're not going to miss this opportunity, you know, um, which which is which is the opportunity of a lifetime. I mean, we all know where the club's been, but goodness sake, you know, I mean, you're running out there against Dundee, you know, and there's there's, there's fifty thousand people in the stadium. It's just it's just insane at times, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> As it says, it's a way. I, I want to talk just about something before we before we leave the match on Friday night. A couple of mm-hmm. things. One was the, the, the those two things. Firstly, I want to get your thoughts on. I thought, and the people were going on and on about Pedro's body language. He barely celebrated the first two goals. He looked very angry, and and mm-hmm. people tried to make a thing about it. He looked pissed off all night. I thought in the first interview, and if no one believes me, I'll post the text message with the time. On Friday, I thought he looks yeah. ill. He he sounds yeah. to me like he's got a cold because he was sniffing a lot. You could hear it, and his his voice was choked, and he just looked. I thought he's either got a really bad cold or the flu, and mm-hmm. it came out afterwards that he had a really bad cold. Now, was it? I, I don't know about you, but when I've had to turn up for work when I'm full of the cold, I'm I'm pissed off, and mm-hmm. I, and I get on with it as best I can. But it doesn't. I don't feel I need to smile while doing it. But no. Do you, I mean, do you read more into it than that, or was it simply it was a pissed off guy who had the cold and was just happy to get through the night, get the win, and, and get back to his bed? Ah, I see. I, I only heard um, last night for, for a guy in the work. Um, I had a weekend there in Belfast, so I mean, I wasn't exactly up to speed on what was happening um, a lot on uh, on social media. But uh, but no, first reaction was, oh, here we go. I actually thought he'd a serious dose of the Mourinho's. You know, um, that, that's, what, that's what I thought was going on with him. You know, it was, <laughs> it was just, you know, going to sit back there and arms folded. We've seen it before, you know, a hundred times, you know, mm. um, because of the, the circus, you know, it had been kind of running all week um, off field. But no, I mean, if the guy, the guy's generally ill, then not exactly the same. I don't think it matters where you would be, you know, if, um, you know, if you're feeling, if you're feeling down, um, then, then fair enough, you know. But uh, no, because he is, he is normally full of life, and he's up there and cajoling people on that, you know. Um, but uh, no, no, it was, it was concerning. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. It was concerning. They maybe went down, you know. I thought, no, you know, that's just, the wheels are coming off this completely here, you know. But right. um, but no, you know, it's, um, he is a passionate guy. He's a likable guy, you know. Yeah, and, um, and I think that that, that comes through on and the fans that even the guys that don't. Rate him. There's not the anger that there is. Perhaps it was expressed for somebody like Warburton. Um, no, that's right. End, because I think people genuinely do wish him to succeed. Certainly, the guys I speak to, even the guys who say get rid, they will mm-hmm. always qualify it with, 
you know, I really want him to because he does come across a very nice, very likable guy, very passionate guy. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it could be exactly what, what what we're needing. But again, it's all just going to boil down to consistency mm-hmm. and then results in time, Davies. We know, you know, it's um, you know. I heard a podcast a couple of weeks ago when you went bigger picture. You know where the club had been um, for 2012, kind of onwards, and it was absolutely 100 bang on. You know, but it's um, but that, that, that it's just it's just it's just cold hard facts that the people need to keep telling themselves. You know, just a wee reality check every now and again. You know, mm-hmm. it's a nothing, there's nobody more disappointed than any here. You know, chatting. You know, if, if we're team, we're team in draw somewhere and ship a couple of points. You know, but but there is a serious reality check um, needed to be taken um, with some money and just let let the guy breathe. You know, let his team breathe. You know, it's um, guys like Peña that yeah might might let him down, but for every Peña. The Danikin Dacer, you know, and oh, let's just see, was. let's just see how things go over the next over the next few weeks. You know, I'm real disappointed with again this international football. You know, with no game this weekend. You know, I thought coming off Hamilton at St Johnson would have been good. You know, and um, and let's maybe start building up a wee, wee bit ahead of steam. You know, you but mean um, you're not over the moon at the prospect of international international football yet a fucking game. <laughs> oh, I know. I know what is it like. You know, oh, it's, it's just uh, every time you you get your arse into the season, along comes aye. international week just to piss off fans all over Europe. Aye, that's that's exactly. It is. I mean, who, who's actually interested in this crap? You know, no, it's, it's, um, it drives me nuts. It's, it's, nah, it's just it's so frustrating. It you is, know? And, and you just kind of like uh, things are boiling up nicely in in a few leagues, and then up oh, two weeks off, lads, and then uh, aye. Aye, the the whole circus takes over for for a couple of weeks. The other yeah. thing I want to talk about mm-hmm. is Dalsdale. Now, Dalsey yep. obviously hasn't featured very much, but he came on, and this kind of split, again, probably through social media, and I, I saw both sides commenting. Uh, mm. Dalsey came on to huge and ironic cheers, and then when he did anything, he was he was cheered. And mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll be honest, I thought it was just a bit of fun, but mm-hmm. I did see people saying, that's a terrible way to treat the guy. You're treating him like a joke. He's a Rangers player, and you're making a fool of him, a la Sebo. Uh, where you're basically saying you are absolute toilet and you're a terrible football player, but we'll get behind you because it's funny and we're winning. Mm-hmm. Where do you come down on that? I, I just thought it was a way fans having a laugh at the end of a, a tumultuous week, but I, I suppose I can see, I, I don't automatically dismiss the other thing, I can see the the other side of the coin, which is people saying, what's that going to do for the boys' confidence, the fact that you think he's he's a joke, a liability? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's, um, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly the same opinion of yourself. You know, I can see, I can see where people, you know, um, are maybe uncomfortable with it, you know, and um, maybe not the right thing to do, you know. But I think, um, I think as far as support was concerned, um, maybe through relief, not you know, and a bit of humour, um, kind of thrown in, you know. It's, um, I, I don't think it would affect the guy. It'll affect the guy too much, I think. More than anything else, Dalso we're just absolutely delighted to get get some game time. Oh, did you see you the know? smile on his face? There's a brilliant image going about of just he's about mm-hmm. to come on, and he's got this beaming smile. It was it was fantastic. Aye. You could tell the boy was absolutely over the moon to be getting on the park. Aye, aye. Okay, yeah, I think it's even a light-hearted humour. You know, it's don't get me wrong. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like it myself. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> there was, there was boy, you know, and and getting getting that for, for, for my fellow bears. You know, but um, but nah, nah, I think. I think he'll be. I think he'll be. Hopefully, he's, hopefully he's okay with it. You know. Um, I mean, he's now he's now seriously he's now seriously Elton John in front of him now. Right. Well, I mean, that, that, you know, that's for, the a, thing for a position. You know, as you were saying, a bit, a bit further up the field, the guy. You know, and 
it also can do so won't be getting moved for anyone anytime soon you know so um, I can't it's just one of these things you know I think it's he's maybe putting things just doing you know I think I just isn't enough you know and just doesn't very skillful but but the thing is you know it's Cassini and, and the coaches will always have the benefit of, of, of being up at Auckland and how he's working with these guys watching them you know day in day out they're, they're about them they're about the, the environment they see them playing they'll know how their attitude is whether it's on or off you know and and um, and that, that that is where a lot of the calls will get made you know as far as somebody starting a game or or not, you know, and, and again, it's it, get back to Penny. I mean, we, we just don't know. I mean, is this guy probably no? I'm just going to talk like crap. Is this guy <laughs> blazing a trail for walking every Monday to Friday? Oh, the answer to that's no, you know, he probably isn't, but um, ah, nah, I, I, it's you know, there the must be something with some of the players, you know, that, um, that we obviously don't, but again, they're always going to have the benefit of working away with them up there, you know, day in, day out, you know, and talking to them, being on about them, you know, so. Well, if but, there's, um, there's one thing I've learned in, in support Rangers for 35 years is that there's this rule, I, I call it the law of Templeton, which is mm-hmm. the longer a guy is out of the team, a better player he becomes in the eyes <laughs> of the fans. And, <laughs> Aye, I know. and it's it's based on desperation, but you know, you well, why is Dalsio not getting a game? Okay, he didn't look Aye. that good in the first couple of games, but you know, mm-hmm. he, he, he could come in and do a turn. And I'm, I, I'm always sitting there thinking... Do you honestly think that a manager who is under pressure, under intense pressure, has a a winning player, has a guy who can come in and will change that all around for him, and has this weapon that he's watching Monday to Friday, and then comes Saturday he goes, nah, fuck it, I'm just going to play Josh Windass. There's a reason that the boy hasn't made it into the team, and that that is because he's not done enough in training to suggest that he should do. And... You know, we've heard reports that he was particularly, I'm sure you've all heard reports about rumours of senior players who didn't rate some of the signings, mm-hmm. and I think Dalcio was the name mentioned significantly. Mm-hmm. But there's, he is very, very, very raw. I mean, he's basically a youth team player from, from Benfica. Yeah. Let, let's not forget that. And mm-hmm. he's been sent out to gain experience. And the problem with the loan system is, unless you're taking somebody who is an established first-teamer, who has been loaned out because he's dropped out of the first team but won't leave because he's in mm-hmm. a good contract and a club offers him out to to get some of his wages off the wage bill or just to get him out of the dressing room because unhappy mm-hmm. players, then they can come in and they can have a real serious impact for you. But when you're borrowing youth players, the idea is to let them go and make their mistakes away from the parent club in much yeah. the same way that we let loan players to an athletic Etc. Mm-hmm. It's it's not because here's a fantastic player for you who will go and win matches for you. It's mm-hmm. here's a guy that we hope in two or three years is going to be a player of a, a very high standard. Can you sand some of the rough edges off him and then deliver yeah. him back to us? And that's what Dalcio mm-hmm. is with us. And we don't like yeah. it because it's our club, obviously. But that mm-hmm. that's the reason behind it. So I know. I just I, I don't see it's, it. Um... I, I, we have, of course, we have we've been watching here so many years. You know that um, our standards um, maybe go beyond reality. You know, sometimes you know, you know, and, and there is, there is, there will always be a element of support, the element of support, looking for a finished article. You know, it doesn't matter who we sign. You know, just get them in, get them in the team. They must be good. They're signing for Rangers, um, but but it doesn't work out like that. You know, we've all read football managers' books throughout the years. You know, and you'll hear them time and time again saying, if I get six or seven out of 10 right, then the club well. I'm at will be, will be in a good place, yeah. you know, and it just it just doesn't harm, you know, I mean, Forrest, I get that same treatment, 
you know, from about January onwards, you know, uh, how's he on the team, how's he on, how's he not playing? There, there was an obvious answer to why he wasn't playing, you know, the guy totally switched off, you know, and um, and once 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 you're switched off, it's just virtually impossible to get somebody to switch back on again, I think, you know. Mm. I think it's, it's so fair enough. You, you look at that, you know, people so going, I understand my fans do it, mate, because they're like, mm-hmm. I want this to be better. What can I do to make yeah. us better? Here's a player, and why don't we play him and he'll make us better? But it is just, as you say, mm-hmm. kind of football manager, uh, amateur psychology to try and, to try and believe that he's, yeah, I, he's somehow I, going to be a better player. I don't I don't think that that's, that's necessarily always, always the case. So, mm-hmm. a good win, and then, as you say, we go into the international break. A um, couple of things to, to touch on just before we wrap up then for today. Mm-hmm. Firstly, the the under twenties team went to, or the, the the younger squad went to down to Brentford and gubbed them, uh, mm-hmm. and glowing reports coming out of Brentford down there. And I saw that there were some shit, but this came after a disappointing defeat to Leicester, so it maybe needs tempered. But there were some cries for Ryan Hardy that the time has come that he's sort of outgrowing that level and it's time mm-hmm. to pitch him into the first team squad. Now you see more of these guys than I have. I'm being totally honest there. Uh, my opinion on Hardy from the brief time that I've seen him is that he looks quick, but a gust of wind would blow him over. Mm-hmm, uh, and mm-hmm. I don't know if physically he's capable of playing in a league where you're going to come across shed loads of experienced cart horses who might not be quick, but they know a way to slow you down. And yeah. that, that sometimes that experience will do them. You've seen a bit more than, than me. What's your take on Hardy? Is he Should he be banging on the first team door? No, I, think, I think you touched on it there. You know, he is... Um, He's extremely quick, you know, um, but uh, apart from if the ball's not going over the head, if he's bruising defenders um, and, and Ryan's on it, then he, he doesn't offer um, enough, if you like, Dave, you know. And that's one of the things, you know, that's one of the things, you know, that, that Morelos has got, you know, it's um, we've seen Morelos rolling, mm. you know, with some really experienced centre-halves, you know, in his first few weeks here, you know, and he's got fantastic upper body strength, you know, he's got goals, you know, and it's just it's that that's a couple of attributes that, that unfortunately Ryan Hardy doesn't have, you know, and it's um and I, I think, you know, once you've been chapping on that door, um so often that and you're getting a couple of loan spells here and there that um I don't know. I don't I, I, I don't think so. I don't I don't think so, Rangers, you know, unfortunately. Um for for Ryan Hardy, you know, but it's um, but no it's good to see it's good to see the boys getting these games. You know, um, against Leicester, you know, and the likes of Brentford, etc. You know, and I think we've got to be fair here. You know, I mean, it, it was Warburton, you know, who was um, who was going on about that frequently uh, for day one when he came to the club. You know, about the the, the boys you no know, getting um, games against better players than themselves, and that's that's the only way they would kind of learn. You know, um, and to be to be fair, to say you know, he he did start the ball rolling. Um, with us, you know, he was certainly very vociferous about it, you know, and taking nothing away from the likes of Graham Murty, you know, who who are doing a fantastic job. Um, but I think it will um, stand us in good stead um, long term, you know. And again, as I said, you know, about, about Jimmy Verjonis, you know, and um, and Boy Bates, you know, and and, uh, and now we've got um, of course McCrory um, mm. coming into the picture. Um, no, it, it looks it, it looks good. You know, but again, it's going to start boiling down to you know the manager's needing results. What's he going to do? Is he going to turn to the kids? You know, is he going to start blooding them? You know, bring them in, and let them get a taste of it. You know, or is he just going to keep going, tried and tested until we get until we get a, 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 a decent level of consistency? But it'll be interesting to see how it. How it, how it pans out, you know, um, yeah, over, over the coming weeks. Your maybe, ability you know? to gamble as a manager reduces, or your ability to try new things reduces 
as results don't work out for you, unfortunately. And yeah, he needs yeah. a... He, he, we all know he needs a run of games. It, it, it's the one thing I think everyone agrees on, is that we yeah. need a run of wins. We've got St Johnston away, which will be tough, but is is most certainly a winnable fixture, you mm-hmm. would say, if, if we go out and play, if we play to the level we can. And I think that's probably the thing about this Rangers team. I don't think it's a million miles off being a decent team. I really don't. No. But at the moment, it's we're not good enough to drop below our top level pretty much against mm-hmm. anybody at the moment. I think our top level is enough to beat certainly 10 of the 11 in that division. But if yeah. if we drop even 10-15%, I think that allows other team enough leeway to mm-hmm. capitalise on what are admitted weaknesses in our side and get results, even just draws or whatever, that aren't fair. And I, I think that... They have to be utterly... We can't carry passengers, basically. We don't have a good enough side that two or three can have an off night. If that happens, no. we're not going to win the football match. No, and we certainly can't be... Um, we certainly can't afford to people getting sent off, you know. No. And leaving their teammates a man short, you know. it's uh, That's just not going to work, you know. It's, I mean, we know there's, you know, there's, a, there's a passion there, you know. and um, but, but people are just going to be a bit more clever, you know. Because as we discussed, you know, these... Um, these officials, for the want of a better, for the a better word, will 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 think no, will will think twice about producing yellow and red cards, you know. No, absolutely. And we just we just can't afford that. We start heading into this winter, and you've got three or four guys sitting at that stand under suspension, you know. And no, we can't um, carry that. We cannot. We don't. Carry we that. don't. Don't have a squad for that, mate. Yeah, we do not. We cannot carry that. Okay, then uh, last thing just before we move on to to kind of previewing uh, why you were why you were really here um, to talk about mm-hmm. the Founders Trail um, which will be as I say running next Monday but before then I just wanted to uh, or actually we'll be running on Friday I do apologise mm-hmm. sorry it'll be early in that you're getting doubly in this week uh, first uh, or last thing rather was the cancellation of the friendly against Benfica in Canada that was booked for this weekend and mm-hmm. uh, organisers First of all, blame Benfica. Benfica then said that they had pulled out due to contractual obligations not being met around the money. The organisers mm-hmm. then blamed the Rangers support in Canada for not buying enough tickets. Uh, and overall, what's been left is Rangers, uh, I believe, looking to, to find financial recompense for... Obviously, there were guarantees made to Rangers, which avoided mm-hmm. them taking other fixtures this weekend, which could have been could have been possible, and it's now too late to, to address that. What's your understanding of the situation? I think it's been an absolute shambles, you know, um, from from um, the offset. It's... Um, you know, I, I, again, we just said, you know, about the, the pain in this international break. And one thing we definitely needed um, this weekend was a game of football, mm. you know, which isn't going to happen now, you know. But it just seems to have been an absolute mess um, since you ever lifted the phone to to teach other, you know, in, in, in the offset, you know. And it's uh, and again, supporters, an absolute shocker. Well, those guys know. are booked to go to Canada, for Christ's oh, sake. And, oh. a, absolutely shocking, you know. And, um, and I hope this legal advice, um, the club um, are now pursuing, um, is going to lead uh, to these guys... Um, being compensated, you know, because you mean you, you, you're not talking about you're not talking about twenty five pound ticket for Bobby St Johnson here, you know. No. It's um, these guys are fought in the hundreds, if no thousands of pounds. Yeah, yeah, flights, you know, um, to, to to follow Time the club. And again, it's just just football supporters, mate. You know, just um, the last thought in anyone's mind. Aye. you know, as um, as um, what it's going to cost punters, you know, and um, I thought it's just an absolute shocker. I get incredibly, incredibly fucked off by promoters in anything, be it music, be it sport, be it 
Harlem Globetrotters, whatever, who blame customers. I, I, I don't like any business who blame customers, but particularly in this, for not buying tickets. If you have done your research and you have done mm-hmm. your marketing properly, then it will sell. And if it doesn't, mm-hmm. it's because the promoter has fucked up at some point mm-hmm. in the line. Either he hasn't done his market research, either he hasn't or she hasn't done their, uh, hasn't looked at the finances to make sure it could work, hasn't set mm-hmm. a, a break-even level at a sensible place. And we see it time after time after time, happens a lot in boxing in particular, where unfortunately they blame customers for not buying the tickets which is just it's, it's utterly ridiculous you know if you mm-hmm. own a cake mm-hmm. shop and nobody wants to buy your cakes then that's mm-hmm. on you it's not down to the you, know, you can't blame customers for not wanting something and no, that's true. if they didn't have and they, they they didn't have a plan that told them that they could make money after paying Benfica and Rangers what they had offered to pay them, and that's the key thing here. Anyone mm-hmm. can, I could make money if Benfica and Rangers will come and play my back garden for free. It's mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. you know that that's the whole point of business. You have to create a deal that's advantageous to all three parties, and in this instance, they haven't. And as you say, the fans are the ones who suffer. And I sincerely hope Rangers never do business with this organisation again, and anybody else in Scottish football never do business with this organisation again. Because I must definitely, I can remember the question being asked: "Why isn't this game being played in Lisbon? You know, we'd have taken, we'd have been able to take twenty-five thousand friendly. Mm. You know, it's um, you know, I, I played in London, I played down south somewhere. It's absolutely, it's absolute madness." You know, as you just say, you know, it's just the, the paying customer just, the paying customer's probably had enough, you know, and um, and just said, no, what's, what's going on here? You know, there's um, that, that game kind of played in Britain or in Portugal, absolutely no problem at all. Um, they go to play as much needed game time and we would have went there in my thousands, you know, and um, and watched it. But it's um, ah, it's just madness, absolute business um, madness, you know. But, yeah, uh, but you, you, don't see, you don't see customers in any, 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 other, any other industry in the world. You know, it cheated the way. You get blamed. Such, such contempt, you <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. It's, you did Yeah, do, you know, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. And as I say, I hope the club, I hope the club do take legal action. They will win, and I hope that they, um, I hope that they succeed in it. So, right, so see all of us. Just to just to wrap up then today, folks. Uh, just to tell you what's coming up now. Obviously, it is international week, and we're going to put out the podcast with Ian on Friday. Now, Ian's going to talk us through. The Founders Trail, which of course he set up a few years ago, and uh, just just give him a wee preview of that. Ian, tell him, tell, tell the fans for anyone who may not be aware of it, although I think it's many, just what the Founders Trail is. The Founders Trail is essentially is um, a guided bus tour uh, around about the streets of Glasgow, uh, where we tell not only the story of the the kids um, who formed the club, but the but the subsequent years after, and um, and uh, the the hardship and the struggle that they faced uh, to get not only the club a foothold. Um, in Scottish football, which they managed to do, but then uh, let the club grow. You know, so we visit various locations. We visit, uh, we, make, we make the journey. We follow in the footsteps of our founders as a line we use often. You know, and um, we, we, essentially, our story starts at Fletcher's Hall. Get the story there, but then we across the Burn Bank, Kennan Park, and then into Ibrook Stadium. And we, um, we're following we're at Glasgow in the footsteps of uh, the guys, the guys that formed the club. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's been extremely popular over over the last few years, and is um, is continuing to grow. You know, it's um, once people have had an understanding, you know, there isn't just about two guys, um, you've got self indulgence, you know, about Glasgow now, a bus <laughs> trip. Um, you know, it's um, yeah, yeah, it's. I realised me through word of mouth. You know, um, certainly in the early years, 
Uh, but since the club changed hands, Davey, uh, back in March 2015, um, we, we literally haven't we haven't looked back. Um, the help that we've had from the, the clubs, all level, all levels, um, has been absolutely phenomenal. You know, That's so it's um, yeah. As we, 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 have, we have been contacted with our clubs, you know, so a couple of supporters at Liverpool contacted, you know, asking what we're exactly what we're doing. Hearts have done much the same, you know, um, wanting to kind of tap in and how this came about, you know, and. That is, that is novel, you know, but it's um, but it works, you know. It gives people a wonderful insight to see into the into the early years um, of the club. You know, also visit locations around about Glasgow without getting off the bus, um, where the guys lived, uh, where they worked, where they settled um, when they first uh, first came into the city. Again, where they played those first few games, and, and ultimately where where a couple of them are laid to rest. You know, along at Creighton Cemetery. So, it's, um, there, there is a there is a natural beginning and end um, to our to our story, which. Um, which we're absolutely delighted um, to, have, to have seen grown over the last few years, mate. Well, where can people who might want to, to look into this, especially before the, the next show, go uh, online to find out more about it? Founderstrail.co.uk And um, we have just this week um, launched our first batch of tour dates for 2018, um, such as the popularity. Um, we wouldn't normally do that until kind of about December time, um, but we literally haven't got a seat left um, on the tours this year. Um, so we've had to get um, the first batch of tour dates together for next year, which is, of course, as you all know, extremely difficult to plan anything. Um, kind of run about football, you know, the fixtures <laughs> are moved that often, you know, and once again, our poor paying customers, uh, um, you know, are kind of getting shuffled about from time to time, you know. But we do we do try and earmark, you know, kind of games, run about when Rangers are at home, maybe to Dundee, Kilmarnock, because they're, they're, they're rarely if ever moved for TV. Um, so we can even mark those dates and you have to say founderstrail.co.uk and we've got our first batch of dates out for um, for 2018 mate fantastic so that's uh, pretty much it from us a couple of bits of housekeeping though from myself now it being international week next Monday your podcast will be one of my uh, solo shows where you guys uh, send me in the questions and as usual if I get enough questions I'll do it if I don't I won't uh, so if you want to send us questions it can be about anything can be about you know current situation can be just about historical stuff can be about my time with the trust any stories that you want to hear that's fine you just need to get in contact with us you can uh, do that on the Heartland Facebook page which just search for Heartland the Rangers podcast that will pop leave your question there or on Twitter I'm at Ibrox rocks and uh, the best way to do it though is rather than send it to me direct just use the hashtag HHpod that's HHpod and then I'll ask questions the next Monday delivered into your into your inbox will be uh, the latest in the series of those they're, they're usually quite popular and hopefully it will be here the other thing is um, to keep your eyes peeled we'll be launching the Heart and Hand YouTube channel later this month where you'll be able to find exclusive content you'll be able to find after match discussions right pretty much after the match and uh, you'll be able to rubbish from me and Scott all that sort of thing so that's something to look forward to all that remains for me to do is to, ch- uh, to thank our executive producer in London Mr Mike Lee and Mr Paul Myers to thank my guest today Mr Ian McCall thanks very much Davey it's been an absolute pleasure and uh, to thank you all for listening my name's David Edgar and I will talk to you again on Friday bye Network. 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.